What's going on, everybody? John Vandaloo here, the Realtor Entrepreneur. I'm glad that you're tuning in. Uh, thank you for following the link, or if you uh, subscribe to the channel, I you know I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, I am beyond motivated, and I'm growing my own business. I'm I'm pursuing pa my passion, my dream. I'm just moving forward. I'm taking the next step, one day at a time. Uh, and creating this podcast has been just—it's been a really fun eye-opener for me. It's been just really exciting. I encourage you guys, you know, if you have something to say, I really want you guys to start putting that content out there, guys, in video form, in audio form, in written form, in images, you know, whatever it is. If your talent is taking pictures, get out there, start taking pictures, guys. Uh, find your, find that creativity, find that, find that motivation, that inspires. What inspires you? What, what are you passionate about? What, what motivates you? What, what helps you wake up and get out of bed in the morning. <clears throat> I mean, what, I mean, I'm talking about what springs you out of bed. You know that day off. You know Saturday morning when you don't actually have to go to work, and you know you got a plan made. What are you going to do? And how do you spend your weekends? How do you spend those days off? Is there a way to create a business around that? Is there a way to begin sharing that with the world in a way that? can help you break free from the nine to five. You know, I think that the internet, I believe that social media has given this opportunity to just about anybody uh, that wants to pursue that. And I know money's not everything. And I've heard people say, you know, why can't a hobby just be a hobby? Why do you got to monetize it? And that is true to a certain extent. It's, it's like one of those things. It's, you know, are you in it for the money or are you in it to change your life and to change other people's lives? You know, if you are an amazing fisherman and you have skills like that can help other people uh, find more fulfillment, enjoyment out of fishing, share it. You know, it's like the point of business, a point, and I shared this post on Facebook today. The point of a business is to, is to <clears throat> change that person, to, is to serve that other person. It's to give back something. And I think a lot of businesses fail because they want businesses, you know, they want people to solve their problem, their problem of cash flow. And, you know, of course, like operating a business, running a business, it is about money. Like it, to a certain extent, it's about revenue. Like you have to make money in order to keep a business going. Um, but it shouldn't be about making the money. It's, it, it's, it's gotta be about impact, and Simon Sinek, uh, he's somebody that I follow. He's just an amazing voice in the business world um, and in like, uh, you know, management coaching world. And that's, that's, a, that's a quote of his. You know, it's like money is fuel for the company, but the company's mission statement is what? You know, it's, it's to give back something. It's to, create per, it's, it's to create a product that solves a problem for somebody else. So I think like you have to think of it in a different way. You know, if there's a problem that you see, if you see a problem and you have a solution to that problem by not giving a solution to that problem, by not creating, by not being creative and trying to change the landscape of something that you're gifted in, the skill that you have, it's almost unfair. So, I mean, if you think about it in that way, Get motivated, guys, to, to share the knowledge that you have because you have something within you that you're not sharing that could change other people's lives. And I think that's important. And I think that's a mindset and a perspective thing that we need to be having. You know, I, I 
I come from a business world. You know, I, I wasn't, I was, you know, a trainer, I was a technician, and then I was a supervisor in manufacturing. And I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of issues, guys. I was bullied. I was, you know, it's, it's weird to say that, but I was, I was bullied and emotionally, uh, you know, there's just a lot of emotional manipulants that manipulation that occurred, um, human resource issues. There, there was just a lot of stuff and it's not just the place that I came from. It's, I think 70% of businesses, um, lose a lot of profits simply because their management is not correct. 70% hire managers that don't know how to manage. They don't have emotional intelligence. They don't know how to, they don't know how to actually create impact in the place of their employment. And I'm rabbit trailing right now and I'm losing my train of thought. I have no idea why I was saying that, but I, I just think that we need to be creating impact and we need to be helping people, um, we need to be helping people. If you have a, if you have a solution to a problem, guys, share it with the world because that, that is one of the first steps to actually creating income. Uh, and you know, it's like, it's not about the money. It's about the impact. It's about creating the impact and it's about using that impact to further create more impact. It's a rippling effect. It's, it's a way to, to put more into the world. And I think that like, we discredit ourselves too with our gifts. You know, it's like, I just take wildlife photos, you know, it's like, what, how can that, you know, those wildlife photos, there's all, I'm a half glass full type of individual, right? I am a half glass full. It's not empty. There's no pessimism here. I am, I am an endless reservoir of optimism and it's almost delusional. I joke about it. You know, I'm delusionally optimistic and you know, that's okay. <laughs> it's like, it's okay to have some delusion. I, it, I, I don't see it as delusion because I'm self-aware. So when I say I'm delusionally optimistic, I'm obviously not delusional. Um, I understand like the, I understand that there's like limitations to things. It's just that I choose not to see them. I choose not to look at the limitations. I choose to pursue something regardless of whatever limitations that my mind creates or, you know, my friends and family or spectators, those who view what I'm doing on the outside. I choose to just look past that. I don't care. You know, it's like, if you think I'm crazy, fine, I'm not, you know, it's, it's okay that you think that, I guess, you know, there's, there's I don't know why you think that I, I could see some reasons why, but I mean, unless you know, you don't know unless you know, you just simply don't know. So it's, it's, it's really whatever. And I think that we, we, uh, limit ourselves simply based on the judgments of others. And it's, it, we create a construct in our brains. We, we wire our minds to protect ourselves. Um, I think like joyfulness and I, and I, I don't want to butcher this quote, but I, it's a, it's from Brene Brown. She's, uh, uh, I know I've mentioned her in my podcast before. If you have not looked up Brene Brown, I recommend that you look into her research. Uh, she talks about vulnerability. She talks about shame um, and overcoming those obstacles and helping to rewire your mind uh, for a better outlook and better, more impact and creating more fulfillment, purpose, joy. Uh, I listened to her podcast. She was on the Oprah. She was on Oprah Winfrey's podcast. Um, and I really enjoyed what she had to say. I think it's amazing. It's just so much depth to it. 
And I love it because she she's not speaking from just opinion. She speaks from the research. So she's a doctor first, and then she gives, like, you know, her uh, she explains the research that she comes across. And human beings are, we're very complex, but we also are very simple. And I think that we create so much limitation in our lives by how we speak, the things we say. Um, you know, I can't, I can't do something, you know, it, it, we, how do you know? You gotta, you gotta try, you know, you gotta fail and you gotta just look past the judgment of others because people, it's, it's very easy to judge somebody. It's so easy to judge someone. Let's just, let's just put it that way. You know, the human mind, it, it's interesting because we need to discipline our minds. We have to discipline our bodies. This goes to anything, guys. If you've ever struggled with weight and you need to try and lose weight, obviously, guys, working out, going to the gym, running, like these are all things that take intense discipline in our minds. We have to, but after you create the disciplines, it becomes easier. And that, and that is the same with, you know, starting a business you know, uh, forgiving someone else too. If you actually put the time into extrapolating and pulling the whole story about why somebody hurt you or why somebody wronged you, uh, it really becomes more easy. It becomes easier to have empathy and to forgive someone and to, and to understand that their life is not the same as yours and the issues that they're facing are different than yours. And uh, but it's really easy to judge guys. It's really easy to look at somebody and say, oh, they got lucky. You know, that's a judgment. That's a judgment. Uh, and we say it all the time, you know, like that successful person, wow, he got lucky. You know, we, we keep saying this and actually we're re we're programming our minds to view success as luck. And it's not, I'm guilty of this. I've lived mo the majority of my life thinking this way. And it's, that is not at all how life works. It's not at all. Like success does not occur because of luck. I used to think like, you know, the NFL players, they got, they, they were born with gifts and that is true partially. Uh, but you know, it, it, there's so many gifted individuals that could have made the NFL or could have made professional sports if they would have put the time into training. They would have disciplined their mind, disciplined their body. They could have got there too, uh, but they choose not to. They choose to look at it from that way. And th I'm just saying that's my personal opinion. I, that's the way I used to think. So I'm not, there's no way I'm alone. There's, I'm, I'm not the, the only person on this planet. There's 7.6 billion people. I'm not the only person that thinks this way. You know, I think it's a common human, I, I think it's a common human trait. Uh, we look at things in, in such unrealistic ways. Or we see, you know, like, and I've talked about this before, but you know, like the, the, some of the rich people, you know, we, we think, well, they had, they, they got lucky because of the time, like the timing that something happens. And that's, that's opportunity. Um, and yes, you could maybe equate that to luck in some regards, but you still have to put yourself into a position where that opportunity can occur, where that luck can happen. You know, it, it, you like, you have to be able to put yourself into a position of that happening. And, you know, I I've said it, I've said it other times in my podcast, you know, different episodes as well, talking about, um, <clears throat> oh man, excuse me. Just, I'm losing my thought. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just sitting here alone. <laughs> it'd be really easy to, it'd be much easier if I had like uh, another person to interview, which I will be doing guys. I will be doing. Um, 
wow, that doesn't happen very often. I don't lose track. Of, I don't lose my train of thought very easily. But like, you know, we just, we just, sorry, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep moving along as best as I can. Uh, you know, it, it's just, I, I think that to gain inspiration, to gain motivation, we do need, we need to surround ourselves with other people, with other like-minded individuals. Um, we need to start rewiring our mind. We need to start reprogramming our mind, the way that we perceive reality, the way that we perceive how success occurs, the way that somebody can build a business. You know, I'm building a business right now, uh, with my personal brand alongside my real estate business. And I don't really know where that's going to take me. I don't, I have no idea. I have no plan. Do I look like a man with a plan? You know, it's, it's, I'm just going, I'm just stepping out into a, outside of my comfort zone in some ways. Um, obviously my pursuits are within my skills and within my comfort and what I have control over. I have control over, uh, you know, what I'm saying and what I'm talking about, what I'm doing and how to do it a little bit better each day. You know, I have a basis of knowledge of how to control that, but beyond that, I have no idea. So I would say I am comfortable with what I'm doing, but I want to also break free. Like I'm struggling with the idea of going live on Facebook and that, and that might sound silly, but you know, when you sit down, put your, put your phone up and you're about to hit live, I guarantee you're going to feel just kind of a spike of adrenaline, a spike of your heartbeat. And that can be a little terrifying. It'd be a little scary, but gosh, I got to do it. You know, it's just one of those things that you just got to step out guys and, and do it, be vulnerable. Uh, because people are attracted to authenticity. They're attracted to that vulnerability. I think to live more fully, we have to be vulnerable. Like, uh, going back to Brene Brown, which definitely check her out guys. Definitely, uh, look into her because I, you know, I've gotten some feedback uh, with my podcast. I've gotten some feedback from some individuals. I I have said that I, I am getting DMS now, which is which is fantastic. I love, I love feedback. And I think that, uh, you know, if you're pursuing your own business, you're, you're trying to create your own business, you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to build something, get as much feedback as you can, as much feedback as you can, because that will help give you a basis for what, uh, you know, for what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. And, you know, if, and bad feedback is okay too, you know, like you, if, use it as fuel. You know, if, if you're getting, if you're, especially if it's haters, like if you're getting a lot of negative feedback or just like trolls or just like that, that negative energy and that, and that, uh, that just nasty, that nasty stuff that can occur very easily online, especially on Twitter. Uh, you know, just push past that guys, push past that because that's probably a sign that you're doing something right. (sighs) <sighs> I don't know. I didn't know where I wanted to take this episode today. One of the, the only thing that I, that I was thinking about, I, I really had it on my mind was the feedback that I was getting. One of the things was saying it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about mindset and it's one thing to talk about perspective as, as, as broad as that can be. And how can I create, how can I translate it? How can I actually pick that apart and explain it to somebody in a way who does not think that way. Because I think that if you're an entrepreneur, if you're already pushing and you're after, you're already going after something and you're not giving up, 
you know, because a lot of people give up way too soon. They give up when they don't see money. Uh, they give up as soon as the first negative comment hits. They give up way too soon. So if you're still pursuing, if you're going after it like I have, I've been doing this for over a year now. If you're pushing forward, there's the, there's that loneliness. There's that there's that that fear. There's the the uncertainty, the security that's lacking. There's no I have, I don't know when my next check is coming in, kind of a thing. And as a real estate agent, I just make commission too. So. It's like I'm working with some clients right now, but I don't make commission. I'm not getting a paycheck until they buy a house. So I have to plan accordingly financially. I have to prep myself. I have to be ready. Um, and then I have to be working really hard at acquiring my next client in order to get a, a paycheck then after that one. So it's, you know, I'm starting this business out and it's a lot of work. And you know, you just have to, you just have to keep going. You have to step into that. You have to get over that fear that, uh, that, that, uh, that, you know, the concerns of that security and that income, you know, and you just got to keep moving, just keep moving. But the feedback that I got was how can you break it down? How, you know, uh, they said that I'm in this same mindset with you, so it's easier for me to understand what you're saying, but like there's this whole groupings of people, the majority of people, uh, they don't see the world the same way that, that we do, you know, if, so if you're pursuing, if you're going after it and you're like, maybe you're at the same, you know, the same steps that I'm at within a year of like trying to start multiple businesses or trying to get money, for, you know, from nothing and trying to build something and trying to break free from that nine to five, you know, we typically, I would say, I would guess that we all see the world in a similarly, in a similar fashion, especially if you're getting over that fear, getting over that loneliness, getting over that lack of security. If you're getting it, there's just, there, you, you can relate. You can relate. I think there's, there's a thing like perspective. For example, you know, going back to saying I can't, you know, most people just see that I can't or, you know, going back to the NFL players, like all oh, that success is luck. You know, I think that a lot of people have that mindset. They have that perspective and the people that are pursuing success, the people that are pursuing something more and that desire, that burn that's within them, that, that they desire more. I think we understand that there is, there is something deeper and it's incredibly difficult and you need a lot of discipline in order to even go after it. And I think that uh, the majority of people don't believe in themselves enough or don't have the entire truth about how, just how unique and moldable an individual is if you set your mind to it. So, you know, that, that is something I want to, I want to talk about and I'm figuring it out as I go. You know, I've gotten this feedback going back to it. I know I'm just, I'm kind of like repeating myself a lot today, but I, you know, I'm getting this feedback and I'm trying to break it down in a logical way as well. You know, I'm trying to figure out how can I explain it to somebody? How can I take this complex idea? I mean, like it's almost like the mysteries of the human mind, which science, we barely know anything about our brains. You know, we know more about the surface of Mars than we do of mental health. So like there is this huge disconnect between what we understand about our brains and just how powerful our minds truly are and the way that we just kind of pursue our everyday to day functions. And I was talking to my wife about it last night, you know, talking about, uh, you know, like consciousness and ego. And I, I do enjoy talking about psychology and mental health 
And, you know, one of the things that I've discovered is like my ego and to break down what the ego is for those of you who are listening, who don't understand, I perceive it as my default mode network. It's the primitive, it's the primal piece of my brain. It's the brain that when I'm hungry, tells me to eat, you know, when I need to sleep, it tells me I need to sleep. And, you know, I'm also one of those people that has an internal monologue. So I think my thoughts in sentences and I have conversations in my head to help create dialogue in normal or, or to help decode situations or it's the way that my brain functions. It's how I have thought processes. I have conversations with myself and I feel like it's like my consciousness having a conversation with my ego, but I think my ego also deceives me. And uh, there's, there's just things that my brain will lie to me. And I feel like the ego is a part of our brains that gets developed through our environment and our surroundings. And it's the baggage, the negative, I think there's a lot of negative baggage. You know, if you have people telling you, you can't do things your whole life, you're going to believe those things. And I think that that's where emotion, you know, like emotional trauma, uh, you know, emotional abuse and neglect and, and what happens to children. I think that, you know, obviously there's extreme cases, you know, where it's really bad and people got to deal with that trauma and they got to, and they got to spend, you know, years in therapy to figure out, you know, what went wrong and how it went wrong and why it went wrong. And we have to rewire our minds. Same with people who are coming out of addictions and people who, um, you know, have post-traumatic stress disorder and all, you know, all these different things. However, I would say, and and I'm not putting this lightly, but I'm just saying that I think that we collect small amounts of these different types of traumas as we grow. I think everyone struggles with it. You know, we, your, our parents weren't perfect or, you know, we have broken, we come from broken home, (coughs) excuse me. We come from broken homes. Uh, or, you know, one of our parents was just not very good at something and we don't think about it. You know, we don't think about it, but as we become adults, (coughs) excuse me, but as we become adults, you know, I'm starting to see some of the failings that my parents had. I love my parents to death. I love them to death. They did an awesome job raising me. Um, it's just, it's just interesting because, you know, becoming, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm almost 30 years old. So I'm just kind of thinking about the way my brain works, the way that I believe things, and then trying to pinpoint why I believe those certain things. Now, obviously I don't struggle with, I don't struggle with trauma. I don't struggle with, uh, you know, I do have an addictive personality, but I don't struggle with any major addictions, uh, besides nicotine but I quit smoking. So about a month ago, which has been an awesome thing in my life, I've needed to quit for a long time and, um, I'm still on nicotine. I'm still, you know, I'm still, I still have some of that addiction, uh, that addiction there. However, getting over the actual death habit of cigarettes has been an amazing thing in my life. So, but like, you know, some people are just born with, you know, more addictive personalities well, but why does my brain go to that? You know, why do people, you know, why do some people just, we, 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 uh, attach to addiction. We attach to, um, uh, all these different things. And I think that that part of the brain is the ego. That part of the brain is the, the default mode network. It's, it's the part of our brains that's autopilot. And we can very easily just go into autopilot. You know, it's like I wake up, barely alive. I, I, my morning routine is broken. I get, I, I chug coffee. I'm flying out the door. I'm 
going to work. I'm hating my job all day long. Just like, uh, you know, like, of course there's going to be fun moments, but you're like, you just don't like it. You just, oh, like Monday, Monday is just this, oh, you just are the mindset that you're in, that attitude, that feeling of Monday and Tuesday sometimes, you know, just like, oh, like, I just don't want to do this. And then you get home from work and then you just put on Netflix right away. And then you just, you know, you watch four hours of the office uh, before you pass out, you didn't read, you know, you just surfed Facebook while you, you know, while you were on break at work. And, you know, I feel like we could very easily get into this mode, this mindset, this autopilot, this, this, this way that we just exist. And I think a lot of people get sucked into that because it's so easy to get sucked into that. It's so easy. I mean, I've gone through days, I've gone through weeks, I've gone through months, I've gone through years of certain things where I was just on autopilot. And, you know, I just had this huge, like, it's just this personal discovery that like, what am I doing? And I think that some of that came out when I decided, when, when I was putting in applications to all these different places. I'm on, I'm on jobs.com, I'm looking for a career, I'm, I'm just surfing through all these jobs and all the all the nonsense that they write, like all your responsibilities, you know, when you're, if you're job hunting, you see it, you know, you go company to company. It's like, these are your job responsibilities. And it's like four paragraphs, five paragraphs. It's like, yeah, okay. Like why even write all that? It's such nonsense. It's like, come on in, (laughs) you know, you'll be doing this. Uh, I just think that I, I just, so anyway, yeah, so that's what I was doing, you know, and I wasn't getting calls back and I had good experience. I'd go, I had a great resume put together, um, you know, years of experience in supervision and manufacturing. And I was looking for other manufacturing jobs and, you know, I was doing that because I wanted the security of a paycheck. You know, it's like I lost my job. Now I need to find another job. And I did that and I wasn't getting, I mean, I, I went through some interviews and I went deep into a couple interviews with one job and then they dropped me. So I kind of got disheartened a little bit because I really wanted that job and it just didn't happen. They didn't hire anyone for the position, which really bummed me out, but it made me feel a little better that no one else got it either. <laughs> that's human nature as well. And that's, uh, that's another judgment thing. You know, it's like, if you're pursuing something and then someone else is pursuing something, it's very easy to go it's very easy to root. You know, it's like, if you're not rooting for yourself, you're rooting for the failure of someone else. And that's easy to do. That's a judgment, but that's a human flaw. We, I mean, it's like, you're putting something that should be just internal and creating an external thing. You're taking energy that you could be fueling into yourself, but you're taking that energy and you're, and you're displacing it in wrong ways. It's very easy to do. It's very easy to do. If you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think that anyone listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. I ain't no expert, but I think that you understand what I'm saying there because I think you've done it. I've done it. I've done it plenty of times. If you, especially if you grew up in a home, not as a single child, you absolutely have done that. My kids do it all the time and it drives me nuts. You know, like so-and-so got something, you know, like if so-and-so didn't, you know, like I didn't get cookies, like why did they get cookies or, you know, just whatever. There's this, you always want to root for the, you always want to root for the failure of someone else. It's like this default mode network. It's a part of your brain. It's the ego. So, you know, it's like, it's trying to break away from that. It's trying to break out of that type of pattern. It's that type of thinking that's so damaging. And then turning that energy inward, turning that all of that extra energy and just putting it as fuel uh, in contentment, 
in patience, in um, self-motivation. It's like, so, okay, so now I know how, how much my environment affects me. So what can I put into me? How can I fuel the positive perception that I need to have? Well, I'm going to look to people who have found success, mentors or people online, because Instagram is filled with this stuff if you're looking for it. And as you start looking for it, the algorithm starts to shift uh, because Facebook and Instagram and, you know, the major platforms, social media, network, they're going to start it. The, the robots that exist behind the scenes are starting to learn you and they start to feed you the content that you'd like uh, to see. And that's actually one of the big reasons why I got into entrepreneurship in the first place is because I was starting to research and study. And then all of a sudden the algorithm started to to understand my behavior and it started feeding me more of this content and I started getting really thirsty for more of it and just kept going and going and going. And pretty soon my brain was thinking in a different way. This is the scary thing about social media, but it's also an awesome thing about social media because you just need to be self-aware of it. I think that's the important thing. You just need to be self-aware of it. And, and that becomes, um, really important. And I, and I mentioned on my podcast that I released just the other day, I think yesterday, but I talked about how if you're consistently negative, if you're consistently, uh, you know, commenting on, like, say if you hate Trump, you hate Donald Trump, and you're commenting on every one of your friends' posts about Trump, you're just going to continue to see that content. That's how, the, that's how the algorithms work on social media. I don't know if you knew that, but that's how it works. Like, Facebook... The robot doesn't know. It just knows that you comment 30 times on that on that thread. So they're going to keep pumping you that nonsense content. So you have to be careful what you're picking through um, because the because the algorithm is going to learn you. And it probably knows more about you than you know yourself in some ways. That's just it. That can be scary to some people. I find it to be an amazing thing. I think it's amazing. The technology is amazing, but you have to be self-aware of it. You know, we all, you know, if you spend a lot of time on YouTube, you got the recommended lists. Like it, 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 YouTube knows what you like to watch. So it's going to put more recommendations of things you like to watch and it's going to create playlists for you. And, you know, it, it creates more hands off. Uh, it creates more of a hands off environment for you to operate in as a human being. That's what machines are good for. You know, I, I don't need to figure out complex math anymore. I have calculator. We have supercomputers in our hand. That's like the benefit. That's the benefits of having a smartphone, a smart phone. You know, I can find the answer to anything. But the, but the, but the, also the thing is that the algorithms are creating more ease of access for you because there's so much content. So it curates all this content and spits it out in front of you. So I would say that you need to get your environment correct. And, you know, me and my wife battled back and forth. We had some fights. We've had, we had a lot of stress uh, for like a month or two, um, during a time period where we were financially hurting, you know, we've, we've been in kind of a financial pinch during this time, but our perspective was very volatile at the beginning stages. Um, but then we kind of start that we started talking, started getting together, communicating better and getting on board with each other and figuring the things out. And that's, that's where relationships can fail. So like we've, we've come through a lot in our year in this year and this growth that we've been in, cause we're actually in a great place. Uh, you know, we are probably the most, at the most happiest we've ever been in our relationship, the happiest we've ever been financially. And we, you know, our finances look very different from when I was, you know, making 
salary as a supervisor to, to this. But I prefer this over anything else before. So it's not about the money. It's about the impact. And circling back to what I've been talking about, guys, but it, it's you got to you got to get your environment right. You got to get your environment right because our environment does impact the way that we think, the way that we act, the things that we consume um, <clears throat> feeds into our belief system. And unfortunately, the robots don't they it's it, all all the robots are doing their algorithms on these platforms are doing is learning how to keep you on the platform longer, whether that's healthy for you or not healthy for you. You have to discipline yourself a little bit on the forefront in order for that algorithm to start feeding you more healthy content. So you got to be looking for it. You got to surround yourself with it. And if you got a friend, you got a couple friends who are on board and they're on a mission and they're, and they're, and they're stepping out and they're moving into it. Those are the friends you want to be around. And the friends that don't believe in you, the friends that don't want to help you, the friends that just want to exist in default mode network, the lazy, um, the uninspired, the, the dreamless, like just the existence of doing the same thing every single day without any critical thinking or any higher thought, you know, you might need to cut some of that out of your life. You might have to. Uh, and you know, I've had to do some of that. Um, I've had to do some of that, uh, not all of it intentionally. Just, I think some of it is I'm on this mission now. I'm on this journey now. And, you know, I have a lot of friends that ch just simply chose not to pursue this with me. You know, I sent the invite out, you know, I think that people are stronger together. Uh, some people are latching onto that. Some people aren't. And, you know, a as I'm leaving the station on this train, <clears throat> You know, I'm, I'm not going to force anyone to get on it with me, but if people want to get on it, they can absolutely get on it with me. But, you know, I can't force them to do that. But the train's leaving the station regardless. That's the, that's, that's what I want. I want to keep traveling. I want to keep exploring. I want to keep discovering. I want to keep going forward. <sighs> and I need to have my brain in the right spot. I need like, like self-love, self-belief, self-worth, um, and just enjoying the, just enjoying the, the journey, enjoying the drive, enjoying and, and actually enjoying it. I'm in a place right now where I have almost zero stress and I don't even know where my next paycheck is coming from. Like, can you say the same thing? I don't know where my next paycheck is coming from, but I am happier now than I've ever been before. And, and my family too. It's it, it's not just me, you know, like obviously if your wife isn't happy, anyone here who's in a relationship, you know, if it's almost impossible to be super happy and, and the other one not. So yeah, as a, together, we're both extremely joyful. We have a lot of fulfillment and purpose and we're, and we're just loving the hustle and the grind uh, together. And she's doing her own thing. I've inspired her to kind of pursue her own thing as well. And I'm helping her with that and I'm helping her create content and um, it's about the impact guys. It's about changing people's lives. And I really, you know, I've been thinking about mental health for a long time. I've been thinking about, um, you know, I I've always been drawn to psychology. I've always been drawn to, to doing this. Uh, I mean, I have a screenplay idea for, for a movie about, uh, you know, mental illness as well. So I don't know if I'm going to get around to that or not, but it's an idea that I have. So, and that's something that came up a couple years ago. So yeah, it's just, I'm drawn to this idea and I'm starting to make sense of it a little bit more. 
uh, the more that I kind of poke and prod within myself and trying to figure out what I want to talk about, how I want to talk about it, and how I want to help people. It's starting to make sense to me a little bit more as I go along, and that's part of the self-discovery, and that's part about, and that's part of the journey of stepping out into the unknown. It's I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly. I just know a little bit. And I would rather take action than sit on the sideline. I would just, I would rather step out than just, than just go back to binge watching Netflix. Don't get me wrong, guys. I watch Netflix. I, I, it's, I watched three episodes of The Office last night before I went, or two episodes of The Office last night before I went to bed. So, I mean, it, it, I, I mean, I still like to unwind a little bit at the end of the night with some Netflix or, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's, it's becoming more self-aware. It's becoming like, what do you actually really want? What do you actually really want? You know, if you want more, you gotta, you have to discipline yourself. If you want better results with something, you have to put more time and effort into it. You have to, you have to start disciplining yourself, but you have to surround yourself with the correct environment. And, uh, part of that, part of that first step though, that first step is creating a little bit more limitless belief. Don't put a ceiling on what your dream is. Um, and I heard this a long time ago. My sister started to do it years ago. Uh, it was like, oh, what was it? Your dream 25 or your dream 21. I can't remember what it is, but it was write down 21 things on a piece of paper that you think are impossible to achieve and then start because it is possible. I mean, obviously if you're, if you're going to be a troll and just write down 25 nonsensical things, like I'm going to fly, you know, I'm going to grow wing, you know, you can be cynical. Cynicism needs to be gone. Get cynical. Like you, you can't get six. I don't think you can be successful with being cynical. I, I don't, I don't think that behavior, that attitude ever gets you anywhere. Um, it, it, it's the perfect way to judge it's a perfect way to just sit idle and not do anything. So just like write down your dreams. What are your goal? Like what are the impossible things that you think in life? And then start. Now you might not achieve them all, but I believe that you can achieve some of them and that is your impossible list. And it's just one of the, it just goes back to saying like our brains are very powerful. Our our minds are incredibly they're it's so complex and so amazing. Um, and it, you can pick up on the patterns, guys. It's, it's very, like, I think you can pick up on the patterns of how, you know, it says that history repeats itself if you're not paying attention. You know, if you want to actually have breakthrough, you have to start paying attention. You have to start seeing the patterns and the patterns are absolutely there. I think that, like, like I said in my last podcast, you know, almost everyone that's successful, rich, wealthy, whatever, famous, they almost all have the same type of story. And it, it, and you can start seeing these patterns and start picking up on the advice that they have and what it takes and what you need to do. And, you know, obviously there's always going to be some, some opportunity that's, that is different for everyone, but we want to be putting ourselves into a position where the opportunity can occur. And sometimes where one opportunity lacks, there's another opportunity that opens. I think a life is made up of a lot of these different routes. Like I can go, there's a fork in the road. I think we've, we've encountered, we encounter forks in the road all the time, especially if we're out 
in a journey, especially if we're out pursuing something. You know, if you're sitting still, you're not going to get forks in the road. But if you're out actually out pursuing stuff, you will. There's going to be trails. One branch is off this way. One branch is off this way. And I think that the harder that you're working, the more disciplined you're becoming and the closer you're getting to succeeding, you know, to finding that success or whatever it is that you're going after, more opportunities open up. Different roads, different paths, different things start opening up. And that's how you create opportunity. And I just want to encourage you guys to start your own journey. Break free from that normal and start pursuing that journey. Now, this this episode went a lot longer than I thought it would. But that's okay. That's okay. I know I, I, I started losing track of things I wanted to say at the beginning of this. Um, I really hope that this episode, guys, resonates with you. I really hope it that... Uh, you know, if this does resonate with you, that you give me a follow, uh, that you um, will share this podcast with someone who needs to listen to it, uh, you know, and I'm just trying to give you guys value as best as I know how to do it. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm not claiming to be, you know, this fake it till I make it. I'm rich and I, you know, I have all the answers. No, absolutely not. That is not what this podcast is. That is not who I am. That's not my character. I'm just telling you what I feel, what I believe to be true. And it's my voice. It's what I think on a day-to-day basis. And it's helping me. And I just want to take the energy that I'm putting into my body and then and then just pu- putting that back out, guys. Pushing that energy back out in a, in a positive way and in, and in a way that I'm trying to be impactful with it. I don't know everything. I don't know how. I've just seen it happen. I've seen my natural gifts, guys. I've seen it. You know, I I know what I'm good at and that's okay with for me to say. You know, I almost feel shameful to say that. Our brains are weird. <laughs> the way we think are weird. It's just weird. Uh, after everything I just said, how in-depth I just talked about, I, I end this with saying our brains are weird. Uh, our brains are powerful. And we need to be aware of the way that we're thinking. And great things happen. Whatever that might look like for you in your life. Great things will happen. You just need to be aware. And uh, surround yourself with other people that are pursuing something bigger than what they got going on. So guys, if you like this, please, again, give me a follow. Give me a share. Find me on social media. Engage with me. I'd love to connect. I'd love to talk with you. If you're a local entrepreneur, if you're in the Chippewa Valley, Wisconsin, um, you know, just hit me up, DM me, uh, my phone number is written on my social media platforms as well. You can text me, call me, however you want to get a hold of me. Uh, but give me a follow on there, connect with me, however you feel, however you're most comfortable, connect with me. I'd love to talk. I'd love to chat and come back for more guys. More podcasts are coming. So, um, until next time, I hope that you have an awesome day guys.